This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, January 29th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. You're going to want to keep a close eye on AgriPulse.com today. With the first voting in the presidential election just three days away, AgriPulse will be releasing an exclusive poll of how U.S. farmers and ranchers feel about the candidates and the direction of the country. It's the most extensive national poll conducted across farm country this year, according to AgriPulse editor Sarah Wyatt. We'll tell you which candidates farmers are supporting and what farmers think about the state of the nation and agriculture. You won't want to miss it. And in coming days, we'll also have important data on farmers' views on trade and on farm programs. Well, the final Republican debate before the Iowa caucuses took place in Des Moines last night. Ted Cruz was forced to defend his opposition to the renewable fuel standard. Cruz stuck to his position that the RFS should be phased out, but he promised to tear down the EPA blend wall and expand ethanol's market share by up to 60%. Experts question whether Cruz can really boost ethanol consumption by changing EPA regulations, but the RFS issue has been dogging the Texas senator in the remaining days of the campaign and may be a factor in his stagnant poll numbers in Iowa. Donald Trump skipped the debate, of course, but his hard line on immigration was a factor. Marco Rubio had to defend his work on the Senate immigration reform bill in 2013. Cruz was forced to answer for amendments that he contends were meant to undermine the legislation, not help it pass. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack, in the meantime, will be in Iowa through the caucuses. He's speaking at a farmland investment conference this morning, and he'll be caucusing Monday night in Van Meter, just west of Des Moines. The cost of the Farm Bill is coming under scrutiny. Critics of the Farm Bill are calling attention to the fact that the new commodity programs are costing significantly more than was estimated when the legislation passed in 2014. According to an analysis by the Environmental Working Group, the new programs will cost $8 billion more over the next three years than was originally projected. There are a number of reasons for the higher-than-expected cost, including drops in commodity prices and the fact that the new agriculture risk coverage program has proven far more popular than expected. But it is worth noting that the federal crop insurance program is costing less than expected. For the current year, crop insurance is expected to cost $1.5 billion less than was estimated, that according to the Congressional Budget Office. For the next three years, insurance costs will total about $2 billion less than originally forecast. Paul Westhoff with the University of Missouri says revenue insurance is less expensive to the government when commodity prices are at lower levels. Well, the Environmental Protection Agency says we'll be on time this time. That probably falls in the category of we'll believe it when we see it. AgriPulse Bill Thompson reports that EPA is assuring the biodiesel industry that it will propose the nation's biofuel usage requirements for 2018 by this spring and finalize the numbers by November. Keep in mind, the EPA did not release the mandates for 2014, 2015, 2016, and 2017 until late last year. A senior EPA official said at the National Biodiesel Board Convention in Tampa that the agency now has the methodology in place to decide what the annual mandate should be on a far more timely basis. Don Scott, the director of Biodiesel Board, said it's a huge deal knowing in advance is very important so that the producers can plan so the market knows what's going to be required. Well, the Cattlemen's Beef Association is beefing up. 
AgriPulse Spencer Chase, who's reporting on the cattle industry convention this week in San Diego, says the Cattlemen's Beef Association is adding four new positions at its D.C. office. The new hires will include a director of international trade and a deputy environmental director to work on regulatory issues. Another staffer will be focused solely on endangered species issues. But this may be the best news for friends of the NCBA in Washington. Cattlemen's Beef Association is moving into a new office space on Pennsylvania Avenue, and it will include a rooftop deck complete with barbecue grills. Now, the rumor is that Colin Woodall, NCBA's Vice President of Government Affairs, has a line item in his budget for brisket. <laughs> That's daybreak for this Friday, January 29th. Our thanks to AgriPulse Senior Editor Philip Brasher and the rest of the AgriPulse staff for their insight this morning. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the American Association of Crop Insurers. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nally.